We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Been spending a lot of time there lately, huh? Good morning. It's Friday. Joe Beamer here with you on News Radio 930 WBEN. I love the Beach Boys. It's it's amazing to me how music will live on from certain decades, right? You have the Beach Boys that I grew up listening to. My parents uh, had the Beach Boys greatest hits on cassette. Growing up, so that was a favorite in the uh, the Beamer Mobile, which was never an actual Beamer. But you know, we're working there. We're working there. Um, but always listen to the Beach Boys. Now, I like to listen to the Beach Boys. I wasn't around for any of their hits, not even Kokomo in the '80s. Uh, but you know, I still listen to them. And then I'll listen to the Beach Boys with my kids. So you're talking about music. That'll last for generations. I think that's amazing when you break it down. You know, a, a lot of these artists, now I know the Beach Boys, certain, uh, certain members of the Beach Boys are still here, and depending on the year, um, one gets to call themselves the Beach Boys and one doesn't. Um, but, you know, even after the Beach Boys are gone, and even after Chuck Berry's gone, that's music that'll live on for decades, live on for generations. And I think that's really amazing to see in 40 years, you know, kids in their teens will know Beach Boy songs because their parents played it because their parents played it, who heard it from their parents. Following that chain, I think, is, is just amazing. So I wanted to start with a, with a little Beach Boys in my room because I know a lot of people might be spending times in their room, be it their dining room, their family room, their living room, uh, a lot of time at home. And I know a lot of people are starting to get a little stir crazy, right? They want 
something to do that's not a Zoom meeting, something to do that's not uh, watching someone's living room. Now, yesterday, we had the NFL draft. Yes, it was a lot different, a lot different than what we're used to, but we had it. It was some sense of normalcy because after the selection was made, we got to see all the clips from the athletes in college and their college days. So that was a sense of normalcy. But I understand people wanting something to do. I understand people are sick of watching the same three shows, sick of talking to the same people that they're stuck at home with, and the only way they're enjoying others' company is a Zoom meeting or a long telephone call. I understand that. I think everyone understands that. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about how do we get to that place to feel safe to go out? What is it going to take to feel safe to step outside? And yes, like I have the last two Fridays, we will start with a very opinionated monologue that I have put together for you. So stay tuned. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday. The phone lines will be open very soon. Text board is already open at 3930. Yes, I know Chuck Berry uh, left us a few years ago. Thank you, Texter. We're back after this. As I always do, as I've been doing during this COVID-19 crisis, in the 11 o'clock hour, as much of that as we have before the governor speaks, um, it won't be my topic, but if you want to push your local restaurant, your local establishment that is open, I know a lot of places that had closed are reopening now uh, on select days for takeout and delivery. So in the 11 o'clock hour, I will give you that opportunity to call or text, and we will get those names out there. Uh, I, I saw a certain business is doing that. They had been closed for the month. They reopened on Wednesday, and now they're doing a few select days. So if you want to get that information out there, again, we love to support local business as much as we can. So in the 11 o'clock hour, uh, I'll do that as I've been doing. Uh, You know, social media is a beautiful thing and an ugly thing all wrapped into one. You can find out quickly how someone feels or how their feelings of you have changed. And it's interesting to read about yourself on social media pages that you're not even a member of. Um, so let me just say this. Uh, millennials get stuck with, with this term that they're know-it-alls. Or they, I, I, maybe some millennials do feel that way. Um, that's not me. When I say something on the radio, that is my opinion. I am giving you my opinion. I don't think I know everything. I like to be challenged, and I will admit when I'm wrong. So I saw Sunday a lot of people saying, Joe Beamer's a know-it-all. No, that's not true. And I'll admit I know very little. So if I come across that way, I apologize. That's not my intent. My intent is not to talk down. I know every now and then I get on a soapbox. uh, But when I say something, it's my opinion. And I'm putting it out there, expecting it to be challenged. So let me say that. Let me start off with that. Uh, But this last week, we've seen a lot of interesting happenings around the country, haven't we? Uh, We've seen protests to reopen the state. We saw one here. 
We've seen it in Tennessee. We've seen it in Kentucky. We've seen it in Georgia, where they are actually starting to slowly open up the state. We're now seeing it today in Wisconsin. Um, I don't know how, if you are, if you protest or you aren't protesting, how that puts you in a political party. Uh, I saw a lot of a lot of posts on people who I know politically feel like me, politically are right of center, who don't agree with the point taken by those protesters called liberals, said that they are moving to the left. Um, let's just make this clear. This isn't a political thing. This is a virus. And for some, some listening right now, a very deadly virus. So if someone says that they don't think it's time for the state to open up yet, or they have an issue with the stance protesters are taking on opening up the state, doesn't automatically make them a liberal. And for those who want to open up the state, doesn't automatically make them a conservative. It is not a political thing. ABC did a poll, which I printed out, and... 82% of Republicans, of registered Republicans, agree with stay-at-home orders. 80% of all Americans agree with stay-at-home orders. That same 80% is unlikely to go to a non-essential business even if it opened. So I ask all of the people who think it's time to rush to open the state, what good is it to open your business if no one's going to come. If no one's going to visit your business and give money, what good is it to reopen, take back all those furloughed employees, all those laid off employees, what are you going to pay them with? If 80% of this country says it's not ready, they're not ready yet to go to non-essential businesses. They're not ready yet to go shopping for insert non-essential item you would go shopping for. Where's the money going to come from? Believe me, no one wants the economy opened back up more than me. All right? I would love things to get back to a sense of normal. I would love to be able to go to a bar tonight. I would love to be able to plan a trip to Las Vegas. Uh, I would love to be able to know Labor Day weekend, I will be at Virginia Tech's home opener. But I don't. Yeah, it sucks. I'll say it. It sucks. I'm right there with you. Being out of my routine sucks. Not having the gym to go to and putting the quarantine 15 on. Yeah, it sucks. It does. It's very frustrating. But what's going to suck more is if the state says, yeah, let's reopen. Let's reopen everything. Or slowly reopen. Let's go into phase one. And now you have these businesses reopen, paying their employees. I don't care if it's part-time, if it's minimum wage, paying their employees and have nothing to pay them with. If only 20%, I wasn't good at math, okay? I know that. But if only 20% of people are going to go to your non-essential business, I think you'll be closed in a few weeks. I, I don't know. That's just me. I'm not a business major. I majored in communications, um, did not do well in math, 
But if only 20% of Americans are going to go to your business, then I don't think it's going to, I don't think you're going to do well. No, states paying unemployment, paying too much in unemployment, that's a discussion for when this is done. That is an after this discussion. But to make things political, like if they want to reopen, I saw a sign, now to be fair, it wasn't at this, at the protest in Buffalo, but I saw a sign, sacrifice the weak, reopen the state. Can you imagine thinking that? Can you imagine having that thought process? Do you really think that's a great strategy for the United States of America to sacrifice the weak to reopen the state? That's, I can't imagine that thought process. I really can't. If you have an opinion, 803-0930, the, uh, the phone lines are open. But I can't imagine having that thought process to sacrifice the weak. To have the, the mentality, well, some people are going to die. And you know what? As someone who does lean to the right, as someone who does support the president for re-election, could you stop bringing the Trump 2020 signs to these protests? That is an awful look for his re-election, which he's running against Joe Biden, so I don't think it's going to be tough. But let's not make it political. All right, you want to go protest to reopen the state? Great, go do it. Please don't bring the Trump 2020 signs. And if you want people to take you seriously... Don't have signs that say, sacrifice the weak. Okay? We have to be smart about reopening. And I understand frustration. I get frustrated on an hourly basis. Okay? I understand frustrations with things closed, with literally nothing to do, with business owners not knowing where their business will be when we do reopen. I get that. I understand that. But tell me right now, what good is it if people don't feel comfortable going outside, going to your store? It's not going to bring in a lot of business. And if 82% of Republicans and 80% of overall people, it's not a political thing. Most people out there feel the stay-at-home orders for now in their state, the states that they're in, is the right way to go. Even the president thinks Georgia is moving too quickly. All right. If you're in North Dakota, if you're in Montana, yeah, reopen. I get that. I understand that. We're not. We're in New York. Our county hasn't even plateaued yet. Hey, it looks like I, I uh, struck a nerve. There's some calls. Give us a call. 803-0930. News is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. It is the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you until noon, maybe only till 1130, depending on when the governor speaks. Um, Interesting text right away on the text board. You should work for CNN. No, I don't think they'd have me. I don't think they'd have me. If, if If you are on social media and saw my post about CNN this week, they uh, every coronavirus press briefing, and I don't want to get political, but every coronavirus press briefing, they have this little bug in the corner of the screen that says to fact check this at CNN.com. But when Joe Biden, the guy running for the office, is on CNN looking at his notes, they don't have fact check that. You're talking about the guy who's running for that office. And if he won somehow, might have to deal with the exact same thing next year. Why wouldn't you want to fact check the guy running against the president? If you're going to do it for the president and his task force, why don't you do it for the guy running against him? Now you want to talk about showing a bias. That's showing a bias. Another text, what about the bias in polls? I get that complaint. However, I don't understand what they're gaining by a bias in either of these polls. No one's gaining anything from the economy being closed. That's where, that's where my, uh, my understanding, I, I kind of lose it. Why is a virus political? Who is gaining from this? No one is gaining. States are going bankrupt. Okay? Businesses are closing. Some businesses will never reopen. No one is gaining from the coronavirus, okay? Let me tell you that right now. No one is gaining. People are losing their jobs every day. That's not a good look. I don't care if you're conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat, uh, libertarian. It's not a good look for anyone when people aren't working, all right? So, So that's where this, it's political. That's where I, I kinda lose it, all right? Again, I understand frustration. I understand a point of view that you want the state to reopen. I understand that. I don't get the uh, sacrifice the weak. I don't get signs like that. I mean, that's just, that's just disgusting. And this talk that, well, people are going to die anyway, that should never be accepted in the United States. You know, that's why we work on the flu vaccine every year to try to perfect it, to save as many lives as we can. And that's why with this, until we know it's safe. And again, I'm all about the phasing process that the president uh, introduced. You know, having high risk, stay at home, slowly reopening the economy. I am all for that. And I'm all for states and even regions within states being able to make that call. I, I'm all for that. I, I am, I'm, I'm in for Montana, uh, North Dakota. They want to reopen. Fine. Great. However, when you have the most cases and when you're in a county of the state with the most cases that is still seeing a rise in numbers, 
I don't think it's the best look to say, hey, let's open the state right now. And again, just like the Nancy Pelosi looking at her uh, ice cream freezer is an awful look for those on the left, Trump 2020 signs at these rallies or these protests that have sacrificed the weak signs, not the best look for the president. I don't care whatever way you look at it. So that's, that's what I saw this week. And I don't want people saying you don't get the frustration. Oh, you're still working. You don't understand. That's not true. I do understand. I do understand losing money during the pandemic. I get that. But again, I think we have to put that aside, as difficult as that is, and look at when is it safe. 803-0930, star 930. Let's go to the phone lines. We'll start down the street in Williamsville and talk to Charlie. Charlie, good morning. Good morning, Joe. I've been listening to you, and I've been listening to everything, every bit of information, because we obviously have the time to do it. I've gone from CNN to Fox to MSNBC and listened to all the experts. And I, I'm a small business owner. I own a barbershop. And my, my barbershop, I have customers clamoring now. Their mental health, they, want, they, they look shaggy and they want a haircut. And I can't do them. I've applied for unemployment. And uh, five weeks, and New York State is so behind. Their computer systems are so arcane. Uh, nothing. And I really don't want public money. I really don't. I, I'd like to be able to work. And I think we can work. I believe that we can open our business and I have a plan uh, from what I've studied. I also have a degree in nursing. So uh, I have some medical knowledge and, and I've absorbed this all. And in my business, you, you can open a, a shop and have one-on-one -on -one with a client. We could all wear masks. You can wear the, use a hand sanitizer when you enter the door uh, for your hands for the client. I use hand sanitizer before and after every client. Wear my mask. And knowing the statistics of the antibody statistics, that only 13% that of people have already had it. They have their antibodies, and 0.5% have succumbed to this. Most of my clientele are probably in the mature range like myself. And... Uh, I believe you can go one-on-one -on -one and the rest of the clients can wait out in their car and uh, I call them as they, uh, they can do when their turn is to come on in so they're not isolated. They don't have to come in contact with anyone else and we can get back into business. And you know something, Joe? The women of the country are, are going to really put up enough political pressure to open this thing up because no woman can go two months without her hair color and her two-inch roots starting to show and her fingernails falling off because they're little fake nails and they have to have them adjusted. So the women are going to decide this. It's not going to be me pleading for it. For well, her, you know? Charlie, Charlie, let me tell you, uh, my, my feet look awful right now. So I could definitely use a pedicure. Uh, I'm not getting my hair cut until anything opens. I'm not taking an at-home haircut. I'm not trying it myself. I will literally grow my hair out until the first uh, barber shop opens, and then I will finally get it cut. But it sounds like you are ready to follow uh, what sa sounds like a very safe... Out the information. I have absorbed the information. They set the guidelines. They could set the guidelines. I could follow the guidelines. Look at it. If you can walk into a supermarket, and you could walk into Home Depot, and you can go to home Walmart... That's the same amount of contact 
uh, as you would in a, in a barber shop. I mean, one on one, one person at a time, masks worn, uh, hand sanitizers. There's no reason why I can't be an essential business, and I'm, I'm, I help the mental health of the population because people need to feel good and look good. They want to feel good about themselves, and they need that that, that one-on-one contact. So I I take the I take the, uh, the the place of a crisis services, you know, so to speak. So well, Charlie, thank you so much for the call, and I I do hope you can reopen very soon. And it sounds like you have all the safe guidelines covered, and that you will have a very safe place to visit once you open. Let me just say this. I never thought that it would get to the point where we become almost have to consider becoming a speakeasy barbershop. Okay. Because in, in, if you want to, if you want to, if you feel strongly enough that you want to get back to work because your livelihood is about to be destroyed. Well, Charlie, I appreciate you calling. And even though we have a little bit of disagreements, I appreciate you still listening. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Charlie. That's Charlie in Williamsville opening a line for you at 803-0930. If you're on hold, we will get to you, but we're a few minutes late for a break here on WBEN. It is Joe Beamer with you until noon here on the Friday show. Glad you are sticking around. Glad you stopped by to check it out. Talking about this poll that has come out saying that 82% of, I'm sorry, 80% of Americans feel that the stay-at-home orders are responsible. And also, 80% of Americans say they are unlikely to visit a non-essential business at this time. So my question to you is, what's the point of opening if only 20% of people are going to visit your essential business? Would that not put you in a worse spot than you are now? That's how I look at it. Again, As I said in my monologue, I'm not a know-it-all. I know very little. I like when people call with uh, conflicting opinions. I like to be challenged. So I appreciate the ones who have called in. And let's go to Elma and talk to Dave. Dave, good morning. Joe, how are you? Great topic. And uh, yeah, let me start off by saying I think the protests are premature because in the present situation we're in, you know, social distancing and stay-at-home orders need to be followed. However, and I think it's a big however, the clock is ticking. It'd be curious, I'd be curious to hear if you had the same discussion two weeks, four weeks from now, what, what the numbers would be. Uh, the reality is this. This is not a mutually exclusive problem where you can just stay home for an indefinite amount of time. And I know we have to protect the vulnerable, and I'm all for that. But in the interim, people's lives and and not just, you know, financial lives, physical lives are being ruined. You cannot do this indefinitely. And he can't even do it more than, in my mind, another 60 days. And that's even pushing it. You know, Zeke Emanuel, the, the godfather of Obamacare, spoke multiple times on CNN and MSNBC saying we should be shut down for 18 months. The uh, Looney Tunes over at Harvard said, you know, 12 months. It's not possible. And here's why. First off, we're printing way too much money. The country is already uh, facing imminent dangers from both China and Russia in the near future that the dollar won't be the standard bearer anymore of, of, of currency. And secondly, uh, and more importantly, you have generational problems now, suicides, uh, uh, all kinds of other issues, you know, depression, hypertension, that's just going to balloon out of control. Not to mention, here's something that, that people don't think about, philanthropy, way down in terms of, of contributions. If people aren't working, they can't support charities, they can't support other causes. So 
it'd be interesting to see if somebody ever really wants to delve into it, where the where the line is in the sand between doing as much as we can to protect ourselves and the vulnerable from coronavirus, but simultaneously making sure we don't kill other people and ruin families permanently and maybe our country. And my one other point is it is political. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer in, in, in Michigan is an absolute uh, prime example of this. When you tell people you can't go on the water on a motorboat, I don't, have, I don't know what science is involved in that decision. And you can't shutter between your home in the greater Detroit area, for instance, and the upper peninsula, even if it's just you or your family. That's totally political, as is Governor Ralph Northern in, in Virginia, who three weeks ago declared we're not going to reopen the state until June 6th, coincidentally, two days before the Republican primary. So I firmly believe the two big issues to me are right now, right, you shouldn't protest because we're still in the midst of this of this very terrible situation. But the clock is ticking. And let's see what happens if the governors are going to politicize this more. And in the end, you know, ruin more lives just the coronavirus. Dave, let me let me start with Michigan, Virginia. If their governors want to politicize it, I agree. They're in the wrong. And don't get me started on Ralph Northup and what he's done to ruin the state of Virginia. I mean, I could do a whole three hours on that. But I'm sure in New York State, no one wants to hear that. Um, But I agree with you. In three weeks, if we're still like this with no plan to slowly reopen, because let's be honest, New York's starting to plateau and go down. Erie County will be there in two or three weeks. We aren't the size of New York City. So I agree. In two weeks, if we are not still having this conversation, and thank you, Dave, two weeks we are talking about regions of New York starting that phase one, two or three weeks. We're not going to be like this for 18 months. Believe me, there might be some remnants of it, but we will have a sense of normalcy in the next two or three months. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.